1: Welcome to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. Well, first off, season's greetings to everyone. Karen, Sean, how you guys doing? You got your, if you bought my Christmas present. Uh. <laughs>
2: well, I, well, I'm learning from Karen, we don't celebrate Christmas like that, Matt, with good gifts. Credit. Just We just say, you know, happy holidays and season greetings. And I'm speaking on behalf of Karen because I, I was going to say Karen's on lockdown, but I'll say she's on lock jaw.
3: I <laughs> no, Okay. Sorry. So you, so thank you for introing my issue today. I,
2: <laughs> jaw.
3: I have had some dental work done within the last couple of days. And as you can hear, I'm speaking with a newfound lisp, which I've been enjoying. That's because I can't, I, my face is ballooned like an exploded grape and I am quite uncomfortable <laughs> moving it and speaking and so in order to limit the pain of my new toothiness i am sort of limiting my facial movements and you the listener will barely hear any difference my personality is perfect, remains yeah. unchanged that's right my hair my crowning glory is still what it is however uh if i'm talking a little funny that's why and if you're watching this and my face is barely moving i understand it's creepy and weird and quite off-putting i am not frozen i am simply in the shape of a sort of trapezoid type of thing at the moment and we will even out within the next couple days we hope
1: i think people magazine said lisps are in in 2021 so you're just ahead (laughs)
3: you know. <laughs> lisps are like uh of, of the dimples of the voice yes <laughs> very you charming you can hear how I'm, I'm sure you are charmed
1: well let's let's get on into this show <laughs> en- enough about lisps
3: listen don't make me laugh <laughs> well, don't even make me crack a smile
1: i no, there's nothing funny about today's topic today's topic is serious yes. and I, i'm gonna just kind of give a little preamble of you know recently i was talking to a, a friend of mine and they were looking for a job hunting for a job and they weren't having much luck and i think it's because their their lifestyle they haven't had to do a lot of job hunting and they, they were just kind of expecting the job to just be easy and just come to them and i started giving them sounds like ideas. a
3: woman to me sorry <laughs> go on well, oh
1: my god I, I, <laughs> she, she, that, that she, is true but anyway i don't I, I <laughs> but Anyway, I started giving some some tips or whatever or some ideas. And then it just kind of brought to mind that this could be a good discussion for us to have on two black guys. Good credit. The art of job hunting.
3: That's right. You know what? There's actually a little bit of interesting job hunting trivia that I found that was interesting to me. So it'll be interesting to you. Forty one percent of job seekers search for job while jobs while in bed. Obviously, they're unemployed. 30 percent while at work. Wow. I didn't know? know you
2: can multitask in bed like that. (laughs) maybe
3: you can't sean but boys (laughs) boys are different aren't they
2: (laughs) oh (laughs) boys are
3: not like us we do a lot in bed (laughs) and you're gonna appreciate this and it certainly resonates with me 18 percent do it from a restroom
2: wow uh you know the old thinking tank
3: yeah you would think that number would be higher average time spent by recruiters looking at a resume do you want to guess
2: 10 minutes
3: close.
2: 90 seconds.
3: Five seconds. Well done, I guys. I tell people
2: all the time, like people assume that a resume gets you a job. All no, a resume no, does no, 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 no. is all the purpose, the function of a resume is to open the door and get you an interview. That's it. You still have to sell yourself for the job. Listen, so
3: that's I, like saying resumes, that
2: five pages and like Small, nah. hard to read font.
3: Listen, that's like saying that a dating profile gets you a date. It's it's you ever swipe through hinge? It's a thousand and one of the same exact guy with the same outfit, the same hair, the same job, Woo. catching Some, catching the same fish, watching the same sunset. It's the same thing, isn't it?
1: So are you trying to tell me my eight page resume in small <laughs> font is not effective? My Five war and to peace. seven
2: seconds, bro. My war
1: and peace. <laughs> you better seven make it catchy. Seconds.
3: That's right. Uh, a third fact. Let's see if this will interest you. Um, it does interest me. According to a recent survey, hiring managers report that the quality they value least, least in a candidate. Do you guys want to guess? Um. Good looks, almost, almost as relevant as good looks. The quality they value the least is intelligence, <laughs> and the most is reliability. So, techno, exactly, millennials. <laughs> I Get feel personally attacked. If
1: you're dumb and show up on time, just show you up. Got a better, just show up.
3: Hundred percent. I mean, like honestly, nobody, nobody cares about doing. In my opinion, lots of people are smart. Very few people give a. What can I say on the show? No, g- Give a a, a, a a damn about a job.
2: You could have said a rat's behind.
3: I was thinking about that, but I'm not a boomer.
2: Well, do you think you said that the hiring managers. Oh, my God. Care- Shut <laughs> up, Karen. <laughs> There's such said, subtle said,
1: Stop.
3: Don't make me laugh. My face You, you hurts. said the
1: hiring managers care a little about in- intelligence. Well, what would if- Yeah. So you're saying my British accent I've been working on, that's also not, you know, I was.
3: No, I am specifically not saying that a British accent will make you millions and millions of dollars. Don't lose that. It's what is the difference? You know, difference my between... British friends
2: commented on you from the last show. And is said, that oh, true?
3: Really? I mean, oh listen, what is the difference? And this is a real question between a British accent and being smart. Not Nothing at all.
2: Wow, Back. point taken.
3: That's right. Uh, Did you guys know that uh, 76% of resumes are discarded for, and this is something we can work on, having an unprofessional email address?
2: So... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, man. Big P, Matt. Big P. We're not going to be on P. You got to get rid of the big P at gmail.com. And we know what the P stands for, right? Matt. You got to let go of that email address, bro. It worked in high school to track the ladies. But, you know, big P at AOL.com ain't working that's anymore, man. <laughs> that's
3: not, not great. Good. No, that's not ideal. All right. Do Did, you have
1: any more of this trivia,
2: Karen?
3: I have a couple. Average length of an interview, guys. What? 40, <laughs> a- oh, Boys settle. Average length of an interview is about 40 minutes. Makes sense. Average time it takes for a hiring manager to know if they will hire you 90 seconds, much like (laughs) a woman. That's right. We will, we will happily waste your time knowing within 10 seconds if we want you or not. Did you know that 79% of job candidates are likely to use social media in the job search? Sounds about right. I mean, To
2: me, that's so stated. Like I see people with ridiculous IG pages and Facebook pages, and I'm just like, do you think that they don't look through that? Do you think that's forbidden?
3: I mean, come on, put your put it on private at least. No Whoa. shame in that game. Seventy five percent of employers expect a thank you note following an interview, and the typical length of a job search is about seventeen weeks, which is you know a hell of a long time if you have no job. Yeah, I tell people
2: like you know, there's so many different ways to do it, but I know we're gonna get into it more. But you know, I, I try to be a little bit different outside of the box like if I were to do job searches, which I haven't done in quite some time, Karen, but must if I were, be,
3: be nice.
2: <laughs> Mister, Anything else? I don't need to search for a job. I'm wealthy. I, sure. I was gonna say that way <laughs> to do it, like, you know, let me just retract a little because I haven't really searched for a job in a long time.
3: Yeah, fair. Um, Yeah. So there's one more point, which is, you know, I I don't look, it kind of leaves you in a bit of a passive position. But the biggest trend recently in finding candidates to fill positions is to reach out to people who are already employed, who might be passive job seekers. So like headhunting. Right. They might be happy. But if an opportunity came their way that they like, they might pursue it. So I guess poaching is the next next big thing in jobs.
1: Well, one other just mentality thing that when I was talking to my friend about this is like, you know, we use the phrase job hunt and job hunting. And I think that word, there should be emphasis on hunt. Yeah, like you're not, you don't hunt lazy. Like, cause my friend, not, no disrespect. <laughs> oh, that is
2: such a good point. Wow. <laughs> no, like, no disrespect. But she was, she was, yeah. she was, she
1: wow. Thank you. I guess <laughs> it's, <no laughs> but, it's called um, job
2: hunting. You don't hunt lazy. Like that is so well said.
1: And, and my friend was very lax, lackadaisical in her hunt. And she hmm. was, and, but very honest and transparent with me, which helped our discussion. Cause it was like, it's just frustration with, I don't get why this isn't happening. Right. And then as we dug a little deeper, And I was hearing the steps or the, and I was like, that's what made me start thinking about, you know. Yeah, you gotta really hunt. Like, you know, if you're hunting, if you're going duck hunting, or if you're going deer hunting, you know your prey. You know where they hang out. You know where you gotta have your. You know, you have to know how to find. Did
2: your you prey. tell her that, Matt? Did you yeah. tell? Her, I know. I know. You did tell her you hunt lazy. Did you say you hunt lazy? Because I'm gonna use that. Absolutely. Gonna, you say yeah, you hunt Definitely.
3: lazy.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's that's. I mean, I think we should just finish the show. Like, I mean, I think that's something. <laughs> <to> that, <man. laughs> if you hunt lazy, hunt hard. That's it. Go hard. Find that duck, well, find that deer. And, oh, and go also, the deers go and the ducks go. It's true. Like They're looking in, in Brooklyn for deer. <laughs> and I, like, expect, <laughs> to find, <laughs> expect to find a moose walking down Broadway Avenue. Like, oh, there goes that moose. I'm going to hunt it. No, go. If you're going to hunt, hunt hard.
1: Hunt hard mm. and hunt, hunt smart. So, so let's get into these Any, tips. Yeah, oh, so, ahead, what does,
3: so. so what does that mean, right? Like, So how do you hunt hard?
2: Well, one of the things I think you need to do, is you got to like part of the hunting hard is identifying jobs you're interested in and identifying your prey. Like we just talked about, like if I got to go where the moose are, I got to if I want a hard polar bear, I can't go to the Caribbean. I got to go up to Alaska and find that polar bear. Facts.
3: Sounds yeah. about so it, right.
2: So
1: identify your prey. Yeah, find out, like identify the job you're interested in like mm. and really learn about it. Figure out how much you can about a job. Like you know, you don't you don't show up to an interview and just hey, I'm so and so. Like actually impress them that you did research about the company. I know Knick Knack Direct and I know what they're trying to do and I have read about their initiatives for 2021 and blah 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 blah. And I think I can bring this to your company. I think if you show some some research, I think an
2: employer would would t- be impressed with that. Well, mm-hmm. I just think it comes back to right to hunting. You can't have dunk the duck the same way you hunt moose. And you can't hunt moose the same way you hunt bear. Like right. there's different weapons you gotta lose, different traps you gotta lose. It's like, and you know, I always say you should you shouldn't just have one resume. Like you should have at least five different styles of resume tailored to you know where you're applying.
3: Mm-hmm. That's right, right? Lockjaw, yeah.
2: and you got one lockjaw.
3: I I I do. You should look. I know it's like. So much effort to look for jobs and hunt your prey and make a million different resumes it takes forever every single time. But you do have to kind of tailor your resume to fit the job you're actually looking for. And in my opinion, an easy way to do that is like go to the website and find their keywords of what they care about and kind of st- do a strategic sprinkle. You know, oh, that and, is
2: so, Karen. That's how you got uh, us. That's what you got. You, you just play. You play. Oh, what is a so sneaky, Karen. That's,
3: sneaky yeah. Jew.
2: Hey, that is a karen move and i think that i is. love it that
3: is that's a little hustle and you know
2: cuz for the record karen loves everybody okay i, I had I to do. learn the hard way karen loves everybody
3: right don't everybody, take it personal ev-
2: exactly if you message karen you're getting a heart emoji and don't take it personal
3: it's not that just the heart's the little smiley face with those hearts around it that is so that i got is that the other day i around like it's I, so I
1: hold, I hold up i i felt really special when i got that the other day you said <laughs>
3: But, oh, look.
2: dog!
1: You
3: um, fell
2: into the trap. You <laughs> fell into the trap.
0: On
3: one hand, you are special, and that was just for you to express my undying love. On the other hand, I do <laughs> do that with everyone. Yes, <laughs> exactly. That,
2: but it works. To your but point, it works. Karen.
3: sure. And you know what? If you are updating your resume like a badass, then another least you can do kind of thing is update your LinkedIn profile to speak to the specific job descriptions that you are applying to because they'll look at it it's right out there in public for everybody to see and it looks good if you know independently of the thing that you're actually sending to them it looks like you just on your own just care about this job so much
1: right if you're going for a marketing job or you're going for a television production job and nothing on your linkedin or nothing on your resume speaks to those industries you might have a problem
3: that's right it looks right. like you're just completely full of it. And honestly, you know, you have to, it takes so much work to stand out anyway. Like there's a million people applying to a million jobs now more so than ever. You got to make sure your resume stands out. You know, your resume is only read for like five or six seconds. And this is kind of interesting. It's read by a robot. A lot of the time they're scanning it. So sprinkling some keywords in there would behoove you. Then it's not even a human being, you know. They get well, hundreds of applicants per position. So keep it short and sweet. You know, sprinkle a couple little words in there.
1: Sprinkle me. Well, I, I would also say this: Don't be discouraged Wait, did if, you just if tell there's Karen a job. Sprinkle you, Matt. That's, that's it. That's you just that's tell to
2: sprinkle. There's oh an old. God, God. I'm not even. God, even, sprinkle me, even man. Sprinkle, girl. Me. You're going too far. <laughs> just to get a couple heart emojis doesn't mean you tell Karen to sprinkle you. That doesn't even make sense to me. I'm not even going. You just said sprinkle me.
3: I just that's, feel okay, like go it's, ahead, it's, Your next one hasn't even gone far enough.
1: Anyway, the the point I was trying to make before (laughs) Sean derailed me was that don't some people might have heard my earlier point about you know if you're you want a TV job or a marketing job and your LinkedIn doesn't speak to that you might be in trouble. Well, there is another angle that you know your cover letter. Like if you have an interest in a job that maybe you don't have a whole lot of experience in, you can write in your cover letter something that speaks personally about. Who you are and why you might be a fit to work at Sean Linda's shipping company. Maybe you've never worked in shipping, but maybe you write some compelling letter. Maybe you show your personality, you show why you're interested. And in that cover letter, if you keep it brief, but you're, you're able to, to express yourself in a way, you might get a look that, you know, as opposed to just writing something and mm-hmm. just sending a generic cover letter, put some personality thought and, and love and care into what you're writing.
3: But not too much personality thought and love and care because people care way more about your resume than they do about your cover letter. In fact, sometimes well, but, they don't even read it.
1: No, I get that. But I, my whole point was if you're going for a job where you aren't like if if you had yeah, right. a whole bunch of job. Uh, I thought credits, cover
2: letters were yesterday. I didn't even know cover letters were still in. I thought they were yesterday. I thought it, they no, was it's, boomer it's style. Still,
1: it's still in. But it, it, <laughs> but I agree they're not, not reading them. You know the, the amount of seconds spent reading any of this stuff. It could be minimal. I'm just saying if I'm stepping to a job that I really want and I don't have a whole bunch of experience, I mean I'm saying that's one layer. Maybe you can send something directly to. Maybe it's a small business. I sent a letter to Sean Linda, and you look at it. You might be you. I might catch your eye where my my non-credentialed my non. Uh, if I'm not qualified Mm -hmm. by paper, the computer's just gonna discard my resume anyway. So I'm just
2: saying. I heard people now even more appreciate a a letter in the mail versus an email now. I heard like that the old school letter in the mail has a stronger effect than than an email does. Yeah, it's like you took the time to put a stamp on it, drop it in a mailbox. Like People are like, whoa, this person is not, not a boomer, Karen. This person is like old school, like good school.
3: Well, you know what they say, what goes around booms right back around. (laughs) <laughs>
2: I got one for you though and this is, one, this is a personal one of mine like I've always said if you listen to my previous show if you're a fan of Sean, Linda you'll see that like I never get invited through the front door like Karen I gotta come through the window I gotta go through <laughs> the back door I gotta do a B&E I gotta I, but I will meet you at the dinner table Breaking I just in may order. not get in there the same way Karen got uh-huh. in there but I will be at the t- even if I'm cleaning up afterwards I will be make it there so my point is is that You got to work your angles, you know, like you got to find a way in. And I always say, you know, people get turned off by the gatekeeper and a gatekeeper is the one that's like blocking you from getting to the main person. And, you know, I don't have to describe their title, who they are. You know who the gatekeepers are and you allow that person to dictate you and drive you away, which I think is ridiculous. A gatekeeper who's going to be below you if you get the job, you're worried about you're letting that person kind of stop you in your tracks. And I just think that is so ridiculous. So you have to learn how to navigate and get to the right person. But I'm going to give you a tip that somebody gave me, a website.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's okay on a download because a lot of PR people use it and people don't know about it. And if you go to this website and you put in a company's name, it'll list out email address, personal email address of people that work in that company that have senior positions and you can email them directly. And now this is like, well, after I tell you this website, I need you guys to send Two black guys good credit, at least like I think this is a fifty dollar little piece of advice that you guys should find in your heart to donate fifty dollars to our show after I tell you this website. It's (laughs) called (laughs) I'm good, right? It's called Hunter IO. And you go to Hunter and you're allowed like 50 free searches a month. And you know, up to if you want to pay, you can pay for like sixty nine dollars a month for up to five thousand searches a month. Now, Sean, In this isn't company. your dating website, right? This is not. Your date. No, <laughs> I'm is not it? giving them that, man. Come on, man. I don't think I want a flood of women coming at me, coming at me at one time, Matt. I can only handle a couple
3: of. Nobody time. wants handle. that. Ugh, a flood so, of women, yeah, just, disgusting.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Thank you, Lockjaw. Hunter, I <laughs> O. Do not make me love. Laugh. <laughs> um, so yeah, and it's just really about like finding your angle. And really pursuing and understanding, like you know, not everybody can be a Karen and get through the front door. But you know, as long as you make it to the table, that's all that matters. I'm
3: and so flattered that afterwards. you think I just get invited to front door after front door. You know what? Oh, this I've is new. This it. is New York. For, this is New York City. If you come to New York City thinking every door is open to you just because you have great hair and a charming lisp, you are sadly mistaken. <laughs>
2: can I give everybody a little story? We went to do our photo shoot a few months ago, and Matt and I, you know, in our best Sunday wear. Karen's looking like Karen does, you know, and she's in the middle, and a guy just happened to walk by and like, look at that rose amongst thorns. I mean, and, and we were near and Matt and I just looked at each other like you don't even want to comment to that. Racist. Yeah, that's the world that she lives in. The guy Why is it gonna
3: be a thorn? Like,
2: <laughs> we we're like, so yes, we you live in a in a world that we all want to be a part of.
1: Oh, well, but enough. back to your point though, Sean, about uh Hunter. What is it? Hunter.io? What did you call it? Yeah. .io, yeah. In addition to Hunter.io as a resource, just Garden Variety LinkedIn is also a resource that you can use mm-hmm. with Hunter because LinkedIn will list Practically everybody at a company in every different department. So if you're not sure what job you want, like, you know, oh, maybe marketing. Maybe I want to be in production. Maybe I want to work in diversity. You go on this corporate LinkedIn page. You can see who the boss person in every department is and then go to Hunter or go, you know, you could circle the
3: wagon.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Circle the, the Internet is your friend.
3: Mm-hmm. They're all out there waiting to be hunted.
2: <laughs> yep.
3: Your prey is you right hunt, there, guys.
2: You can hunt moose, bear, rabbit, duck, whatever you want to do. The resource. So, whatever right there. you want. So,
1: if you see a mouse, and then, or if you see two, <laughs> t- 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 um, two mouse, two mice, two mouses is a is a mice, right? A multiple mouse <laughs> becomes a mice, right? So I you, literally
3: if, am not supposed to laugh. Yes, where is this one, going?
1: There's more. You keep talking, to Figure if, out too. You keep talking about moose. So, if, <laughs> if there's more than one moose. What do you call them? Me- meese. Me- moose.
3: Meeses. You don't call them meese and they meese. just moose. Meeses. Meeses.
2: No you don't, they just called moose. I saw three moose.
3: I saw the meese.
2: Mouse is to mice, <laughs> moose is to
1: meese,
3: moose is to
2: geese.
1: It, no.
3: I would stake my life on it. Okay, I was just
1: curious.
2: No, I, I was walking down the street and three moose passed by me. Not no, three mooses, three not three meese. Listen, get back to the regular programming. Right, okay, it's three moose. <laughs>
3: Um, okay guys, here is, uh, this one, you know what I mean? This bit me in the ass kind of after I graduated from school because I thought I was so cool. I thought I was better than people. I don't know if I've mentioned this, but I went to NYU. I was a little, I was a little, I thought I was a little superstar, but then what happened was I graduated with a degree in philosophy and that's it. (laughs) And recruiters do not care. Let me tell you this about a fancy degree in philosophy really glad I have it. Nobody cares. Recruiters want experience less about education. And now that I'm an adult, a competent adult, a professional with great hair, I totally get it. If I were hiring somebody, I would hundred percent just care how good of a job they've done in the past. Not so much their education. 66% of recruiters, let me adjust my jaw, said they would prefer someone with experience over a recent graduate which, you know, wouldn't we all? So So consider, so, well, here's the thing. If you don't have experience, happens, consider getting some kind of internship or doing volunteer work. I know it's a little easier than said than done right now, but there's still opportunities around. Um, If your work experience is lacking, you can do it for free.
2: If you want it, get in the game. That's a catch-22 if people don't understand. You're more sellable when you're working for somebody versus, like, you're not having a job at all. Mm. So if you know you're unemployed, then you have to kind of make, you have to mind F, F everybody and make yourself kind of employed. Even if it was just volunteering, right? Like Karen just said. So you look like you're in the workforce. You're doing. You got big things going on, and yeah. So you look did like you guys. You're did you ever do that
1: yourself, Sean?
2: Oh man, I used to fake the funk all the time, bro. You got to fake the <laughs> funk. You know, I could be faking it right now. You got to fake the funk. You got to fake it to my, make it. That's my the first. The rule. My first television production job. I was
1: working at Bank of America as a bill collector, and I was awful at it. And basically, <laughs> I did that while I was in college. And I used to be t- the compassionate. Like, You're supposed to be a jerk, and I'm calling them. They're talking about they can't pay. But like, hey, you know, I get it. You know, like <laughs> I'll just let them off the hook. But anyway, um, I wanted to work in production, and I basically went to a production company and took the most entry level position, which was a runner. And I, my job was to run around, driving, dropping off tapes in Hollywood, running errands paint the wall, pick up this, move that couch, drop off this tape, pick this, run errands, do whatever we need. But sometimes you may not be qualified to get the big time job. You want Mm to start, you know, if you really want it, you know, start, find a way
2: in and then work your way. You gotta grind it. And I don't mind grinding it. You learn so much when you're in the grind.
3: I mean, think about how, how many people want you when you're in a relationship versus how many people want you when you're sad and alone. No one wants to date a single person. That's, it, ugh, how unappealing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You're so wrong, Karen. But it's I'm true. sorry.
3: No, yeah, hold on. I was gonna <laughs> I was just gonna throw up thinking about single people. No, everyone wants someone who's already oh my God.
2: <laughs> excuse me,
3: I was I'm going to be sick. Everyone wants someone <laughs> who already has it going on. Just like, you know, famous rich people get stuff for free all the time, even though they don't need it. No one wants to give you anything when you actually need it. You know, that's it's a bitch. It's how life works.
2: All right.
1: Number tip number seven.
2: We need to communicate with a company when you get your interview, can com- communicate that you're knowledgeable about the company, so they see you have a special interest in the company. The fact that you took the time out to learn specific about the company, the position, the goals, the details about the company, will impress a potential employer. This is what we call the classic kissing ass, right? But you got to kiss ass in a way that's professional, subtle, but yet to the point driven. Like one thing I'd always do in interviews, right? This was my shock value in interviews. I would leverage a little bit of Canada growing up in Canada, Karen. So, you know, as, as people, they know I'm a black guy, pretty big black guy with dreadlocks. And I would always mention, I didn't have dreadlocks when I was applying for it back, back in those days, but I would always try, especially if it was with a male, a white male, when I worked on Wall Street, and I know that a lot of them are sports junkies, I'd always try to make the conversation go to the fact that I played hockey in Canada. And that would just, like just change the whole dynamic of the conversation because first you're not expecting it a shock value this black guy played hockey and i would name a couple positions a couple things i did then i would more than not get into them i stroke their ego a little after that you should have played. you got the body of a hockey player you should have played hockey (laughs) and and they would just be like canadian not aggressive black we need a we need we made me to make we hit a minority higher right here and he plays and he thinks that i could play and he's coming from Canadian. Hire this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, it was my closing, all but, the time it was, and I knew any person like me walking, going could look like me, and be able to talk on that level.
1: Well, let me say this though, because early for this this tip, you called it like kind of the brown noser or ass kissing tip. I, I would say there's a little gray area here because the opposite of this. Yeah, and you
2: should talk about gray, Matt.
1: There's okay jokes, good one. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> the opposite point of view of this this tip is when you think about the people who who come into an interview and don't know Jack about the play. like they just show up because they think oh I, I, I went on exactly. this website and I sent out my application I'm showing up and you asking them questions and they don't know anything about why uh, they just want to be hired just
2: because I need I need I need money like I don't really care about your company I've really interviewed know, people like that that just absolutely know it all but know nothing about what I do like so not, yeah that's no, what I'm saying
1: research. Right. There's some nuance there. It's like not just butt kissing. It's you want to show that like if you're competing with all these other people, 10 other people, 50 other people for this job, like, why am I you? Like, OK, wow.
2: Exactly. Listen, exactly. To the
1: time to know why they're here. Oh, yeah. We I know you guys make digits.
2: You I rather like a blatant, a blatant ass kisser. Yeah. At an interview, then a non-asker knows nothing about the job.
3: Even but you know like what? A blatant asker. But you know what? At least it's interesting and proactive. Like you know, I think exactly. that job job hunting is so overwhelming because you're doing a thing that you need to survive. Like if you don't have a job, you're not making money. You'll you'll die. You are going to die. But the thing that I've learned from like literally swiping through Tinder is that. Even though the prospect of doing this thing, of getting this thing, this person, this job is so overwhelming and it's something you want, fulfills a basic need, it's, not that hard to stand out because people are so overwhelmingly similar and that little bits of effort go so so far and so at, I, we all
2: agree then a blame ass kisser in a job interview or applying for a job well think but think of
3: it think of it that what if you were hiring you know like if you were hiring and someone went through all the trouble to kiss your ass all the effort to find out what kind of kissing your ass likes and how to place their lips <laughs> oh. in the most tender way oh. would well, you be like you know what <laughs> that's the exact kind of effort i want for someone that exactly. that is- Exactly,
2: so and, and I I I'm just saying that there there is a Matt, middle ground. Have you ground. hired a blatant ass kisser, Matt? You've hired blatant ass kissers. I've hired a blatant ass kisser. I maybe I have. I don't. I, I
1: hadn't really thought about that question until right now. I know you got a lot of ass there. to kiss, but come on, man. You've hired a blatant ass kisser before. We've hey, all not, hired them. I love a blatant ass kisser. I'm I'm not comfortable with this conversation, but anyway,
3: <laughs> grow up. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, Sean talking about my ass, like, hey, but anyway. But um, the point I was trying to make is that there is extremes and then there's the middle ground. Like you can show up to a job interview and be extremely unprepared and just ignorant and not really show any value. You can come and just be kissing ass and like obnoxiously towards like, oh God. Or you can just be a responsible human being who did some research and like, yeah, I know about this company. I actually applied here because I like this company and I'm I'm gonna speak about that I know and also explain why tip number eight, I'm gonna let the employer know how I think I can help the company through this position. Marketing, I did this, you know, I I know this or I know that or I bring this expertise or I've worked in this, you know, I was an internship, I had an internship doing this or that. I would let them know, even if it's one little thing, Mm -hmm. like you're competing against all these other people, I'm going to try to at least present something to you that makes you think, okay, if I got to pick between these people, person X right here offers a little expertise and some interest in what I'm doing. So yeah, you might be the
2: person.
3: Yep. I mean, you know, a very, a a very glass of ass kissing. It's true. A a a dear friend of mine who works in sales and is, is at a high level. It's not bill. Uh, told me that your job in sales is to make it as easy and thoughtless as possible for someone to just say yes. So that's the question they're going to ask you anyway, right? Or that's what they want to know is how you're going to help the company, right? Like what you're going to improve in the company, what you're going to do in the position or that you want to know. And that just makes it easier for people to say yes to you. It's such an obvious yes.
2: Show how you're going to provide value. And I'll just add to that and just follow up with a thank you email.
3: Mm-hmm. It's such a great ass-kissing move, isn't it? Such an annoying little nerd move to send somebody a thank you email. But you know what? I would bet, I don't have the statistic on it, I would bet like 85 to 90% of people don't bother doing that.
1: Oh, I completely agree with that, Karen. Not enough people are utilizing the thank you note. So thanks for that tip, Sean. And speaking of thank you notes, I'd like to send out a thank you to all of our sponsors. In fact, it's time for a sponsor break. So you guys hold tight and we'll be right back with more of this breakdown of how to job hunt on Two Black Guys with Good Credit. So keep it locked.
0: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify.
1: Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. Today's topic, how to job hunt. And right now we are at tip number 10. Looking for a job is a full-time job. So go hard and don't just, oh, after one door is cl- like Sean said, coming through the back door, the window, however, like treat this like a full-time job.
3: I found that just setting the time aside to do something means it's going to get done at some point. You know what I mean? Like getting a task done is just an aggregate of doing little bits of it every day, especially with someone that's something that's so overwhelming. I personally am a big fat chicken and I don't, you know, if there's something that is intimidating or means a lot to me or that scares me in some way or that I see is this big mountain I have to climb, I just straight up don't want to do it. And it's easy to just, you know it's just one step at a time. You say, I'm going to devote an hour to this a day. You will get there. It's what is that? Seven hours a week. Like that, that's significant time.
2: I remember, um, I used to date a girl and her dad was unemployed and he told us like, he takes looking for a job as a full-time job in the sense that he would get up every morning, take a shower, put a suit on, go into his office in his house and go to work nine to five. Take his lunch out, take his hour lunch, take his breaks, you know, and that's how he treated it. And he always found a job. That was his, he, remember he was telling me that when was in my 20s. That's how he always found a job. Gotta got bring that boomer day.
3: energy to it. Yeah. Like
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: so if you're looking for work and you're serious about, well, like I have a friend, she's in the medical industry and she's like, works on the finance side of the medical industry. And I'm like, there's no way you can't find a job. There's, there's such high demand, anything medical right now. Mm-hmm. I said, just like search all the hospitals in New York city. Then I told her, go to Hunter and look whoever is leading and reach out to every single hospital in New York City, one by one, break them up by day by day and t- do that for a month and tell me you don't find a job <laughs> like they're looking. for. You. There's no way you can't find a job if you take it, if you, if you go that extreme military, you know, hunter route. And that's what Matt said. That's when you said it, Matt. It just it just it just resonated with me because I was thinking about my friend like that's hunting. Like I'm going in moose territory, and that's when I'm go. I was <laughs> <laughs> looking for a moose <laughs> or a, a, a meese. or many or many or mo- meeses exactly.
3: Finally, someone gets it right.
1: <laughs> all right, well there you have it. Those are the tips, but that's not all. We actually got some bonus tips for you guys. So, and especially
2: bonus
1: <laughs> during this difficult pandemic that we're living through, COVID-19, we have some special tips that relate to job hunting during a pandemic. So number one, expect to apply for five to ten times the number of jobs than you would planned to before COVID. Expect the time frame to be longer than the traditional five months. So get ready, folks. You know, this may not be, you know, you might get blessed and find something quick, but you've got to
2: prepare for the long haul.
3: Right, hunting
2: season has been extended.
3: You have to adjust those expectations, right? You can't be disappointed if you don't expect too much. Uh, Number two, to cement yourself in the minds of your potential employers, uh start setting yourself apart by engaging with the company on its most active social media channels because there's a real human being behind them who checks them every day start by liking a few posts commenting on some blogs well recruiters and employers spend a significant amount of time a day probably now more than ever connecting with their audience on social media so you will actually rapidly become a familiar face. I remember when I worked for a company back in the day, um, we had someone dedicated specifically to social media and there's always somebody talking about what this person or that person had said. The familiar faces are always familiar. None of them ever applied to work at the company, but but that's what it was. There was a person there knowing everybody, seeing what you do, and they'll see you, your name and profile, and it's going to give you a little bit of a leg up.
2: Got you. <laughs> and the final bonus, guys, drum roll, Karen, please. There's research companies that are hiring the healthcare industry, like I mentioned before, like find, look, go maybe search by industry first. And you know that you may have to adjust. You may not have wanted to work in a health industry, but guess what? It's trending right now. Mm-hmm. PPE equipment is trending. Things around, look at what the market is demanding and apply for those in, in those jobs within those industries. You know, just, you know, I have people still wanting to work, applying to work at retail stores. Hey, come on. I think you need to adjust your, your radar a little and make it applicable to today's market. And it may be a short-term adjustment, but, you know, it's, that's what makes a successful hunter, knowing that your prey has moved from land, from water to land, and it's time to change your equipment. And now hunt, get rid of the boat and get the truck and hunting land, Matt. Matt.
3: To that <laughs> listen it's either a land moose or a water moose and sometimes the land moose goes <laughs> into the water and then back well, onto the I, land
2: <laughs> you don't know, see you do know, watch the nature shows. sometimes they're in the water the meats are in the water <laughs> well
1: to that point uh one of the the thoughts that came when i was speaking to my friend about this job hunt was in the film industry and in events period like there's a new job that people have on site for these things it's like a covid uh compliance Mm. manager and these people are getting paid decent money to basically come to a a film set and test you make sure everyone who oh there's 15 people that are coming today that the test all 15 people give you results blah 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 blah. you walk in out the person who did it on a set that i was just on probably worked two hours got paid a full real salary for the day bounced after she tested everyone (laughs) It's like thinking there's new opportunity and not to make it like, oh, this is a great, you know, it's a pandemic. I know it's horrible, but this is a new opportunity, a new job that's going to pay people well. So study the market. See what, like you said, what industries are hiring, what opportunities are out there. Get credentials.
2: The moose are in the sea. Let's go. Get in the water. <laughs> Get your scuba gear ready. All right. Well, at the end of
1: the day,
3: the larger point here. Can we give some respect to the moose are in the sea?
1: (laughs) My jaw is
3: spasming from it. There is
1: a
2: whole industry of hunting sea moose or sea (laughs) moose.
3: So,
1: anyway,
2: at the end and of the, the day... Industry pulling, imagine pulling a moose out the sea now. That's a whole industry in itself. The equipment you need for that, you can't use a regular sea gun. For at
1: that the, the end of the day, don't be a lazy hunter. Hunt hard is the point of this show. So, yeah.
3: And I honestly, hope- hunting is so fun when it's for sport, but it kind of sucks when it's a job. And to totally hear that a million percent. It is an annoying-ass job, especially when you need a job, and it feels like nothing's going your way. But you can you you can 100 million percent get there the job is there for the picking the fruit is on the tree and the meats are in the sea
2: <laughs> <laughs> get up at 9 a.m put that suit on business attire on and get to hunting and know that you may have to adjust
3: well noted
1: noted indeed that brings this episode to a close i am matt smith and like like i always say nothing changes if nothing changes happy
2: holidays and i'm out I'm Sean Linda, the better half two black guys with good credit. I just have a simple joke. I remember my mother, when she'd come visit me, she'd always bring me these gadgets and stuff like that to make sure that I was okay. And one day she brought me uh, a silent moose calling thing that would allow, if a moose were to hit my car, coming near my car in Brooklyn, <laughs> that would make a, a whistling noise and the moose would know to run away. May not make sense to you, but it made sense to my mom and I love her dearly. So I'm Sean, the better half two black guys with good credit. You can follow us on tbg, tbgwgc at gmail.com. Send us an audio note, please. We'd love to post it on our show. And send us anything else you'd like to send us. And say, And always leave us a five-star rating anywhere you listen to podcasts. And I'm out.
3: Well, I think that it's really sweet of your mom to protect you against the wild meese of Brooklyn. <laughs> Ready to jump out at you at a moment's notice. She's a sweet lady. And... On that note, I'm Karen Margolis. I am one lock-jawed trapezoidal member of two black guys with good credit. And as I always say, eventually your job will heal.
2: Oh, before we go, I'd like to leave one thing. We always like to like sometimes read out fan mail. And I think we got a special email from to Karen this week that I would love her to kind of read out just because of the simple fact is we do this show, you know, we we are two black guys with good credit, but we do this show to teach everybody about financial literacy and create generational wealth that was the premise of this show i think we got a wonderful email sent to karen that i think kind of summed up like what we're trying to do with this show so i think it's important that karen shares it because it was a, it directed to karen
3: so this is from sue combs yeah this was a really special letter she said karen i'm 65 and i was just listening to the podcast about pivoting with vernon foster Shout out to Vernon, friend of the show. I've been listening to this and other show for the past COVID year. All of you talk about having and needing mentors, but where and how do you find one during a pandemic? Also, when I think of mentors, I think of older and wiser, but I need younger and wiser, and I choose you. I would like for it to be my 13-year-old granddaughter, but she won't take me seriously. She's 13. I have a lot of questions about starting and promoting different business ideas. I need to know different apps and what they can do for me. Having worked all of my life, I want to start my own company. Good for you, Sue. The other day, Sean was talking about jobs becoming gigs and banks need to change how to figure incomes and make loans. I want to try different gigs to make money. So as you can see, I'm looking for mentors. If I can be the mentor for a moment, I've learned when somebody asks if you have any more questions is to ask if, if there's anything they would ask that you didn't an old white woman, grandma Sue.
2: I love that. I love the ending.
3: I love that. I think this is such a beautiful letter. Thank you. That's poetic at the end there, Sue. And I am honored to be anybody's mentor, whether they're 65 or 13, who am I really? I always say before I say, I accept.
2: That's beautiful.
3: isn't it? Yeah, thank you That's for, so we do what
2: we do guys.
3: hundred percent. and honestly, all jokes aside, thank you so much for that for taking the time to write to me. I'm I'm really, really honored. That was beautiful. And on that note, thank you so much, Sue, for writing to me. I'm totally honored. I'm going to write you back and I hope that we can have a little conversation. I'm Karen Margolis, one third of two black guys with good credit. No, my job does not fully function at the moment, but as I always say, Eventually, it will.
2: It feels like a Hallmark movie. <laughs> 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 and we're out of here, good people. Just. Hold
0: up.